Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Auto enrolment starts for major Irish companies later this year, hopefully. It means employees have to actively opt out of a workplace pensions saving scheme. Easy for me to say on a Friday morning. Instead of opting in. For some employers, it's an added layer of cost and red tape on top of higher minimum wages, holiday and sickness pay, etc. So is it all worth it? Irish Life is the biggest provider of, of life insurance. So needless to say, it thinks it's a great idea. To talk about that and other pension-related topics, I'm joined by Shane O'Farrell, who is the Director of Corporate Partnerships with Irish Life. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Can you remind us what auto-enrolment is and how it's going to work? Yeah, so auto-enrolment is a type of pensions for, uh, policies that we've seen in other parts of the world, like New Zealand and the UK. We're, we've been quite successful at kind of turning that inertia on its head. So people sometimes have joining a pension as something they must do someday and mm. they never get around to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas auto-enrolment puts the person into the pension arrangement and then if they want it gives them the option to get out and most people breathe a sigh of relief they feel that's something that's been on my agenda now for some long time mm-hmm. and now finally I'm in there and our experience in Irish life and we have a number of clients who've used this auto-enrollment kind of approach to their kind of corporate pension plans our experience is that most people in there are 90% plus stay in the plan they feel relieved that they've, they've finally done something in respect to the pensions and it's been, the hassle the paperwork has all been taken out of it mm-hmm. so in principle auto-enrollment is a really good, good idea and the Minister announced yesterday another milestone in respect of auto-enrollment and committed to having it in place by tw- at the end of this year. And that might be ambitious because there's a lot of infrastructure to be put in place. There is. There's a lot of infrastructure. There's a tender programme being launched today for a kind of partner to do the, kind of the nuts and bolts, the operations, the IT side of, of that. And there's a lot of, there's been a long and winding road in respect of auto-enrollment. You know, it is a complex project in fairness to the, to the department mm-hmm. involved. So, I think it's time though now, it is looking like it, it's going to be something that's going to be very quickly on the horizon for employers. It's time for employers to start thinking about how do I respond to this. So for many employers, many employers actually have pension arrangements. The experience is that they're voluntary, so mm-hmm. not all the kind of staff are in them. So those employers will have to make a decision now, do I decide to do something to go with the estate kind of auto-enrollment solution? Or what we're finding is many employers are saying, I want to open up my existing plan, which I have, mm-hmm. to those people who aren't in it. So that's kind of, enough to, uh, kind of a, a decision point employers will have to and can look at they, And can they, uh, can they do that? Let's say they have a defined contribution or a kind of money purchase scheme. Yep. And they say, OK, we're now going to put everybody on that and they will have to actively opt out if they don't want to go on it. Is that Exactly, exactly. So that's, that's the approach that's been taken. So many employers are saying, we don't want to have different type of pension arrangements for our staff. We don't want half the staff in our kind of defined contribution or money purchase plan mm. and maybe half of them going into the state auto-enrollment solution. That'd be a red tape nightmare. It'd just be very confusing for them. It'd be confusing for their HR department. You'll have employees coming to you asking questions and you have to say, well, which which plan are you in? There's different rules around, you know, whether you can make additional kind of contributions and so on. Mm-hmm. There's generally much more flexibility in the existing defined contribution plans. So most employers are saying to us from the conversations we're having with them, with auto-enrollment coming down the tracks is they want to open up their existing plan, bring those unpensioned employees into that mm-hmm. so they have consistency of employee That would experience. make it easier. Now, just remind us of the, the, the share of who pays it into what, because I know the employer, the state and the employee all chip in. 
Yeah, so within the state AE solution, what's happening is... AE's auto-enrollment. AE's auto-enrollment, yeah. I've I can see this, this for too acro- long. acronym yeah. heavy. <laughs> yeah, auto, auto-enrollment. So the employer will pay 1.5% of their total earnings. Mm-hmm. The employee will pay 1.5% of total earnings. And the state will contribute a one-third top-up of what the individual does. Mm-hmm. So in total, there's a contribution rates of 3% between the employer and the employee and a half percent of total On their gross income. salary. On their gross salary. So that's one of the differences of the new auto-enrollment plan is it's all based on gross salary, so total salary. That actually will make it a little bit difficult in some ways to calculate because gross salary can be quite kind of, you know, can be volatile if you've got kind of a, bonuses you know, and all tips that. and bonuses and those sort of things. So they'll all be included. Mm. That's one of the kind of challenges in respect to this approach. But that's the approach. It's quite different to the traditional approach to defined contribution where actually... You decide how much money you're going to put in. Well, you might, well, often there's rules fixed around, but there's flexibility in that. The employer mm-hmm. and the employee can decide what to put in, but also tax relief is available on those contributions. But there is tax relief on auto-enrollment schemes as well. So well, it's it, a different type of... So the, the model, this is one of the challenges of auto-enrollment is the government have gone for what you might consider kind of a, a bonus method, an SSIA type method, where there's an explicit top-up rather than tax relief. Mm. So for, for younger listeners, SSIA was a SSI, special sa- savings yeah. scheme in, from the 19, yeah, uh, so early 2000s. Early 2000s. So yeah. what, what's happening here in relation to the new auto-enrollment plan is mm. there will be a bonus of one third of what the individual contributes from the state. Now, with the traditional pension arrangement, there's tax relief. The tax relief means that you don't pay tax on what you contribute. And actually, that means that in terms of take-home pay, the traditional arrangement is better for people in that they pay less now because mm-hmm. they get immediate tax relief. So that's one of the challenges we need to navigate and what's something we're talking through with our clients is the different types of arrangements here, which is best for different types of individuals and so on, mm-hmm. and looking through the kind of pros and cons of different approaches. Uh, now, you, you said it starts at 1.5%, but after a few years, it's going to go up so that people are going to be paying more and more. So the employers will be paying more and more into the scheme. Yeah, so there is a schedule set out ramping up. So it starts at 1.5%. Ultimately, it goes up to 6% employees, 6% employers and the state contribution. That's up to a total of 14% after And that would be after um, four years, will it go up that, that No, that's after 10 years. So after it gradually 10, goes right. up, it increases at years four, seven and then up to 10. So now, you can, the, 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 it's portable. So if you jump jobs, your auto-enrollment pension scheme plan jumps with you. Yeah, it's portable in a sense. It's portable within the auto-enrollment system. So one of the advantages of the new auto-enrollment system is what's called pot follows member. So if you move from employer A to employer B and you're in the auto-enrollment world, you will still be contributing to the same pot. Mm-hmm. Now, if you move to a different type of employer who maybe has a defined contribution plan, that won't be portable. Those two types of systems now won't co- will, will kind of be different types of systems, like a blue system and a red system. They won't quite mix together. Mm. So again, that's one of the challenges in respect of the auto-enrollment plan compared to defined contribution that we're talking to clients through right now. Thank you very much for coming and talking us through it because it, it is fiendishly complex, but it's very, very important. Shane, thank you so much. Have a great long weekend. That's Shane O'Farrell you, from Irish Life. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.